podcast. This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava, and today is Friday, so we are almost at the end of the week. We have the Jordan Four Top Pays or Toe Pays, however you want to say that word. Um, those are coming out tomorrow, and those are going to make us some decent money. So I'm pumped about that. We have a great re- recap on the end of the week, or I guess a great cap off to the week, or however you want to kind of put that but we have a great end of the week is is the way i'm trying to say that and next week we also have an amazing ending to the week with the jordan one high university blues so those are going to do extremely well the jordan fours coming out tomorrow are going to do really well and we just have some major profits going going to happen um i don't really have a major major topic for today i do just want to really quickly touch on something that has made me a more money than I ever thought I would make on something so insignificant. I talked a couple days ago about how I made $500 on coffee mugs, and that's really what I want to talk about. Maybe if you are a very veteran or seasoned reseller, maybe you don't need to listen to this, but I encourage you to stay tuned because there is a lot of value you can mine from just getting weird flips, getting things that you wouldn't expect, getting things that you really would never in a million years imagine sell and anyway you pick it up you look it up at a garage sale you look it up at a walmart you look it up at a thrift store wherever you source and you go this thing is weird but it looks like it has some sales and so that's what i want to talk about real quickly and just kind of get you into the mindset of where i was when i started flipping coffee mugs which isn't really anything that grand but it did help me get reselling so i'm gonna tell it anyway so when I first started reselling, I was listening to Gary V a lot. I mean, Gary was my daily podcast. I listened to him relentlessly. I went through, oh my gosh, I had to have gone through hundreds and hundreds of episodes of the Gary V podcast. And the thing I learned from Gary was that he always stressed the importance of having your own business, having your own social media, making a, a way for yourself in the world, and making money on your own, not being reliant on your nine to five. That was basically what I got from Gary. Now, there's a lot of things, kindness and gratitude and a lot of things that he pushes and I get all of that too but the the main takeaways from Gary and that most people get from Gary are you can't be at least for me I can't be comfortable sitting there not having something for myself because the more time you spend not having something for yourself the harder it is to get something started you end up having a, a family and kids and maybe you're at that stage that's fine okay it's not that big of a deal it's just easier the the earlier you start. And so that's kind of where he is. It's kind of his mindset when he makes his podcast. That's what he pushes out there a lot. And that's why his target audience is skews super young for some of the podcasts he puts out there about getting started early, getting started on social media and stuff. I mean, not that people that are older or out of college or into their 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s can't. He just kind of skews a little bit younger sometimes. So I was listening to a lot of Gary and I got garage sailing pretty early on for, I guess, myself for what I consider like early. So I started selling in college and I went to a lot of garage sales, started picking up coffee mugs, started picking up stuffed animals and stuff. And I'll be honest, I thought it was really, really dumb because I who sells a coffee mug on eBay? That was kind of my mindset. I'm like, who on earth would ever buy this stupid coffee mug? It is a, it is in the shape of a golf ball. It has two feet and it says, I love to golf on it. Like who would ever want this thing? Or who would ever want these Star these Star Wars coffee mugs? These they, they aren't anything special. They aren't Disney branded or anything. I mean, they have they have some sort of Disney licensing because they are a Starbucks mug, but they aren't like uh, a a kind of official Disney mug. They are some 
just random remake of a Star, a Star Wars mug uh, that really didn't have that much value. And so I was like, okay, well, I picked these two things up for 25 cents a piece. Who would ever want these? So I started collecting coffee mugs and throwing them on eBay. And pretty soon, a couple of them started to sell. And the first sale I had was a beer glass set that I got. It was from Fathead's Brewery, which I think we have one in Pittsburgh. I'm not sure if we have one in Pittsburgh. I think there is one in Pittsburgh. And then I think that there's also a couple in like the surrounding outskirts of Pittsburgh as well. But I, for some reason, want to say it's Cincinnati. I don't know why. Cincinnati is not anywhere close to Pittsburgh, but it is in Ohio. And I, for some reason, feel like they're in Cincinnati. May not be correct with that. Either way, they do have a decent following. It's hard to get stuff from Fatheads. I looked it up on the internet and on their website. They didn't have really any merch for sale whenever at the time that I bought these. They may have changed, but back then they didn't have much merch. And this merch that they did have wasn't a massive. These were like these were like I think quart or like uh, liter sized like beer glasses. They, they were pretty big. They were they were hefty and. I couldn't find anything like it on eBay, couldn't find anything like it on the on any of the other selling platforms, couldn't find it on their website, like nowhere. So I was like, okay, this is pretty rare. I'll list them at 30 bucks total and we'll just see what happens. So I list these things. These, these things weigh like two to three pounds each. So we got like a six pound package for 30 bucks with free shipping that I put on eBay because I didn't know what I was doing. And I woke up the next morning and they sold and I was super pumped until I realized how much shipping was going to cost. And I was like, oh my gosh, like shipping's expensive. These things weigh a ton. And I'm sitting there going, how do you even ship a, a stupid coffee mug like this? Like, this is a big freaking beer, beer glass. Like, how are you going to ship this thing? And so I started doing some research. I found a way to ship them. I ended up realizing that the person was only located, I think, in like Ohio or Kentucky or like somewhere not crazily far away. The shipping ended up being about like, I think it was like 10 bucks. So like nothing super expensive and it ended up working out. I made like $15 on it and I was on my way. But since then, I've always picked up coffee mugs when I'm at a garage sale and they look like a good deal. And I've never not been happy with a coffee mug purchase. Now, there have been times in the past where I'm like, that was a stupid buy. I should have never bought that. But almost always, those coffee mugs end up selling with enough time. Now, your turnaround time with your regular business may not be, may not be two years. <laughs> okay, I get that. But if you just like Take pictures of those coffee mugs in during a rainy day or, or a time where you are low on inventory or something. Just set them aside. They will make you money. Now, a lot of people don't like coffee mugs because they take a lot of prep and a lot of work. And maybe if you have a big business, I was exaggerating a little bit when I said you should definitely buy a box of coffee mugs. They do take a little bit of prep time, but they're worth it for me. They're, they're fun. I enjoy flipping them. And there's for some reason, people buy them. Now, my theory behind it, and this is really the, the big takeaway from this whole thing, is how well nostalgia or or the feeling of being back in the good old days sells to people because this is something that Gary kind of clued me in on and really talks about a lot is how well people want to relive the past how how much they want to go back and relive a time that was simpler a time that was easier a time that was more fun for them and so that's why sports cards are popping off that's why you see things like like even NBA top shots where where people have now gotten into collecting mainly because a lot of old, the older generation of people that used to collect that now have their kids kind of got them into card collecting and now they see NBA Top Shots and they're going crazy over that as well. And so you see like card collecting and things that are nostalgic starting to sell. People are getting excited. Comic books are even doing well. Like stuff like that is doing well now. And you 
can look around and say this has to be because people are kind of getting more capital that were in this age where they were collecting and they didn't have a lot of money to collect and they fell out of the collecting hobby because they went to college and I don't know they, they met somebody or and got married and they kind of didn't have money to collect at the time or maybe they just didn't know what they were doing or maybe they just kind of forgot about it and now they rediscovered it and they have a new passion for it and it's all based off of nostalgia so going with that I think coffee mugs and stuffed animals and things like that do the same thing because what they most of the time seem to do is they really seem to be sold on the fact that somebody had some sort of personal connection with the mug. I don't know. Usually, no, that's not always the case. Some people could be buying them as a funny gift or, or something like that. But I've gotten more than on, on one occasion. I mean, like several occasions, I get a message from somebody after they buy it saying, thank you so much. I've been looking for this. Or my, my daughter will love this. She had the exact same one. Or my husband was somebody messaged me about like a Wii Sports game which is not really that nostalgic I mean we're talking 2006 but they were like I've been looking for this my husband used to have this game as a kid and and he'll I don't know I'm crying tears of joy like I literally got that message on Mercari I was like okay lady like I think you're a little too excited over a $10 sports game but like whatever so either way things like that to take you back they sell well and, and that's why I think coffee mugs have been something that I've been able to do really well with based off of the cost that I've put into them. They're not worth my time most of the time. I don't buy new ones a lot, but when I see a good deal on them, it's hard for me to pass up just because I enjoy it. So I'll take the pictures, I'll list them up, I'll get some bubble wrap, I'll throw it on the mug and throw a cardboard wrapping around it and throw it in a bubble mailer and be on my way. And it doesn't take me too long because I've sold so many of them. But it is a great way if you're learning how to resell to very cheaply resell to gain a lot of experience with shipping. I mean, shipping a coffee mug across the country in a cardboard mailer was one of the, shipping two coffee mugs across the country in a cardboard mailer was one of the biggest learning experiences in my reselling career. Because how do you do that as somebody who's never shipped anything before? And I did it. I, I shipped two coffee mugs to Seattle without either of them breaking, both of them being in a cardboard flat rate mailer from the post office. I, don't ask me why. Don't ask me what about that seemed like a good idea. The only thing that seemed about it, it was a good idea was that it it was the cheapest way to do it and I was going to lose money if I didn't. So I said, eh, what's the worst that could happen? I'll just ship them in this. They ended up not breaking or they did and the person never messaged me. So I don't really know, but it is there's a lot you can gain in shipping knowledge in how to pack an item from shipping something as fragile as a coffee mug. So there's just a lot more than just learning how to sell kind of wrapped in with this. Marketing is another great thing that you can learn from them because you have to actually put some sort of effort into the keywords and the description you're going to use for a coffee mug. Because most people don't care. Like, who, if you're selling a toucan Sam coffee mug, like, you better put a little bit of work into your keywords because there's hundreds of those things available. Like, they're very common. So it's it's a great way to kind of get an overall understanding of eBay. And I, I can't believe I'm saying it, but coffee mugs are a great introduction into ebay same thing with stuffed animals it's a very good introduction a lot of them are free at garage sales which is why i love selling them because i've more than on more than one occasion gotten free stuffed animals turned them into 20 dollar flips 15 dollar flips like around that price range and i'm going well like this is amazing like this person could have left these in their attic where they probably were and not done anything with it they're probably not using the space anyways and just flipped them and as they flipped threw them in a box and shipped them out and made 15 20 every month or two months like like it's not that hard and that's a great way to get some capital going for a business where you don't have to really put too much into it i mean like i said a lot of them are free so not really a whole lot that goes into 
buying and selling stuffed animals as well. So hopefully that can be something that, that you take away and learn from. I mean, it's not anything groundbreaking or earth shattering, but coffee mugs and stuffed animals and those sorts of things, those have been my bread and butter since I started. Obviously I moved into better and bigger things than just coffee mugs with my reselling business. I mean, it's obviously not something I do that often now, but I do enjoy them and they are a great way to get your foot, your feet wet whenever you're starting a reselling business. So that being said, I'm going to wrap this thing up. If you guys do just want to go to the Apple podcast app and leave me a five-star review, I would really, really appreciate it. That is the number one way for people to discover the podcast and find it and hopefully learn how to resell from me. And so that would be a huge help for me in just kind of completing that mission of getting more people to listen to the podcast, getting more people to resell, and getting more people out of just the, the normal nine to five grind of being stuck into only making money from your day job. I think that I think that everybody should be able to make money on the side from their day job, if not go full time with it. So that's something that I'm kind of on a mission to hopefully help people with. And if you just go and leave me a five-star review, that would be extremely helpful in doing that. So that being said, I'm going to go, but you guys have a great rest of your Friday and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.